Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke. Yes, I am doing this recap Monday a little earlier than usual, but that is because we have a doubleheader tonight here on Monday. We have the Bills and the Titans. We also have the Vikings and the Eagles as the second game. The second game will be on ABC, the first game on ESPN. Uh, Bills Titans goes first as far as the picks go. I'm going to go ahead. So that's why this show is going to be a little short today. Today I'm just going to give you the baseball picks and give you my thoughts on week two in the NFL. Plus the little bit of baseball debate again. Aaron Judge, two home runs away from tying the record with Roger Maris after he hit, I believe, his 11th multi-home run game of the season, which leads the league in that category as well so just another MLB feather in the cap of course the Yankees are off today so as far as the baseball picks go uh, as far as the baseball picks go the Yankees won't be involved in fact it'll probably be a very short list so it's gonna be a short show just give you the takes on week two Uh, as far as the other weekend matchups go college football fans you know tomorrow is your show I'm going to touch on Herm Edwards getting fired in Tempe. Uh, that's sad enough as it is. I don't think Herm is going to get another coaching job, but that's my early take on that. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, congratulations. He did win by unanimous decision Saturday over Triple G. All right, congratulations on that as well. But, of course, today is week two in the NFL. Breaking news, as far as if you hadn't already, uh, Mike Evans will be suspended one game for that brawl that happened during the Saints and Bucks game yesterday. Uh, As far as that game goes, I'm going to start the... You know what? I'm going to do the picks first, and then I'll uh, rattle off the hot takes that I had during during the day yesterday. But... Let's go ahead. I'm going to give you the picks. I'm going to give you the scores for both because I'm already in that mood. So let's go ahead and do that now. I'll give you guys the picks. For my NASCAR fans, your boy is still three for now. We got seven races left. 29. Three for 29 on the year. I had... Kyle Busch winning the race, the dude blew an engine, and he's also eliminated uh, for my NASCAR recap again. Chris Buescher won. He is the 18th different winner on the year. So no playoff guys advanced via the win, but the four that did get eliminated from the playoffs, which is now down to 12 drivers, the four that did get eliminated were Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, Kyle Busch, and Kevin Harvick. So those four are now gone. The next playoff race will be at Texas, and you'll get my pick for that on Friday. But, back to the NFL for a second. I'm going to give you my pick for both games tonight, and then I'll ramble through the hot takes. I'm going to give you my hot takes for what I saw yesterday in the NFL. Uh, let's see. Let's do the picks first. I have the Bills over the Titans. I don't think Josh Allen's going to go 300 and 
305 or 330 like he did in week one against the Rams. And we'll get to the Rams in a second and how they almost let the Falcons uh, win that game. But I'm going with the Bills over the Titans, and I'm going to go with the Vikings over the Eagles. I like Jalen Hurts. I mean, he didn't... Did he throw something? He still has to prove to me he can throw. I'm still not sold. You know, see, this is what I do with the recaps. I just jump in from the picks and then just... So for anybody who's new to this show, this is what I do. I just take the picks. I use the picks and then I jump off onto the tangents that lead to it. So anyway, to wrap up the picks for tonight, I got the Bills over the Titans as far as a combined total. Let's see. I'm going to go 35-20 Bills over the Titans. And I'm going to go 28-22 Vikings over the Eagles. So I do think Justin Jefferson, for all you fantasy people, he might get 200 yards, get two two touchdowns again. And I think that's all they'll need. So I'm going to go again. Vikings over Eagles, Titans, the Bills over the Titans. But as far as the... As far as yesterday goes, let's start through all these games here while I have the picks list. The Packers, after last night, do look fine. They're back. I said it last week, and I'm going to continue to say it throughout this week, too, even leading up to the matchup with the Bucks, and I'll probably wrap up this show with my thoughts on that scuffle. But as far as the Packers go, they're fine. I mean, the rookie wide receivers still have a lot left to prove, but Aaron Rodgers does what Aaron Rodgers does. I do believe, what, he had two touchdowns last night? Let's go into that game really quick. I'm going to jump out of the picks list, go back in here, go through the stat lines. Uh, yeah, let's go into Sunday night's game really quick. Let's just check out the stat lines very quickly. See how well they went. Let's see. Box score. Justin Fields, 7 for 11. 70 yards, one touchdown. Got sacked three times. A QBR of 6 and a passer rating of 43.8. While Aaron Rodgers did a little better this time around. 19 and 25, 234. Nine yards per attempt, two touchdowns. He got he did get sacked three times. He had a QBR of 61, but a passer rating of 131.1. So a little bit better for Mr. Rogers this time. But yes, the Packers did look fine. But the star of the show really was the two running back system of Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Both of them combined for 33 carries, 193 yards. And one touchdown. That came from Aaron Jones. But the Packers look fine to me. Their defense still a little iffy. I mean, you let David Montgomery go off for the Bears. But the Packers look fine to me. Every other one, as far as the comebacks go, that's what made the early window a little weird. Uh, 
Baltimore had the lead. Miami came back 38-35. I think it's the largest comeback in their history. Am I sold on Miami to win the AFC East yet? No, but if you can pull off that comeback and get that much offense, you know what? You got my attention. And Tua, you know, us lefties have to stick together here. I've been sold on him since he was drafted. And he's starting, if he has the right system and the right players around him, he actually is the guy to win this. Or at least he's the guy to stay in Miami for years to come. So that's my takeaway on that one. I don't really care for the Cardinals and Raiders. I did have the Raiders in that game. They had the lead, and then Kyler Murray had to do Kyler Murray things, and... I mean, albeit Kyler Murray played awful in the first half again, just like he did in week one. But somehow the Raiders, just like their other AFC West team, the Chargers, they just figure out how to lose when you don't want them to lose. I mean, you had the ball. Hunter Renfro got it in overtime, and he somehow fumbled. I... As far as the Raiders go, just be thankful that right now in the AFC West, the only team that's stepped out ahead right now is Kansas City at 2-0. Otherwise, the Chargers, who right now are dealing with Herbert, who might have a rib issue, we still don't really know exactly what it is. And you have the Broncos right now at 1-1, who, despite the win, and finally they... <laughs> actually did get a touchdown in the red zone this time. They just don't look that good at all either. I mean, when you have to have your fans count the play clock down for you, not only is that funny, but it's kind of sad at the same time. But, you know, the Broncos right now, one and one, are they better right now than the Chargers? No, but that's honestly the AFC West right now. So if you're a Raider fan, just be grateful that at least the Derek Carter Devontae Adams connection is working. But you still can't hold leads to save your life. Uh, let's see. Niner Seahawks. Jimmy G is back. As quarterback for the Niners after Trey Lance fractured his ankle, which will put him out for the rest of the year and require surgery. Okay, so Niners fans, I know you don't like Jimmy G. I mean, a lot of you have been sitting on the fence. It's like Raider fans with Derek Carr. But Jimmy G is going to win you games. And I do think right now, and I'll get to the Rams here in a second, but right now, San Francisco looks like the better team in the NFC West. Think about it. They look like the best team in that division right now. Now, granted, every team in that division is 1-1. One one. Seattle's 1-1. One one. The Rams, who, by the way, you had a 28-3 lead, and you dang near let Atlanta almost come back and beat you. And it took... A 
Hail Mary throw and an interception by Jalen Ramsey, in order for you to even win that game, that's that's iffy on their own part. So as far as the NFC West goes, every team in that division's one and one. Seattle's one and one. San Francisco's one and one. The Rams are one and one. And the Cardinals, with Kyler Murray's magic that he didn't have to create because he put that he had to create because he was so bad in the first half, you're all one and one. So the NFC West at this point is wide, wide open. Uh, let's go through all these again. Bengals, Cowboys. Boy, Bengals fans, you're sure happy that your offensive line got rebolted, huh? Or reboosted, huh? You got Alex Kaplan free agency. You drafted an offensive lineman, if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken. Yet, Joe Burrow now, I believe, has been sacked 16 times so far this season. In fact, if you look at that game yesterday, granted, it came down to a Brett Maher field goal for the Cowboys, so Cooper Rush didn't really play that well either, but let me check the box score very quickly. Joe Burrow, 24 of 36, 199 yards. He got sacked six more times. On top of the seven that he got sacked yesterday or last week against Pittsburgh, he's now been sacked 13 times in two games. Boy, Cincinnati, I am so glad that you fixed your offensive line. You know, I'm so grateful you did that because Joe Burrow... Well, thank you later. You're now 0-2, and I don't even think you're better than Pittsburgh, who once again laid an egg, so Trubisky went down to earth. And the Patriots, even with Mac Jones fighting back spasms all week, he's now 1-1. One one. So, okay. As far as Burrow goes, I'd be looking at Mike Brown going, wait. You fixed my offensive line how? Anyway, let's get back to the rapid fire here. I already touched on the Dolphins, Ravens, Falcons, Rams. Jags, congratulations, Jaguars. You did get a win. And with that right now, not factoring in the Tennessee game at all, you lead the AFC South for, I believe, the first time since 2017. So, boy. Uh... The Giants are 2-0. Sorry, not sold on the Giants overall. It's great you're 2-0, but look at who you've played. I mean, Tennessee might be the only one of those two where I'm like, you know what, maybe they can bounce back. Carolina, eh, nope, not sold there either. Congratulations to the Lions. You got your first win. You're 1-1 now, too. And everything just seems to... Go par for the course for the Commanders. Uh, let's see what other games shocked me there. The Browns losing to the Jets. That was the other comeback game of the day. You had three double-digit comebacks or three-score game comebacks yesterday. One from the Jets, one from the Cardinals, and one from the Dolphins. I've already touched on the other two, but the light touching on this one... How do you let the Jets beat you? Well, it took a 67-yard pass from Joe Flacco in order to do that. But 
How? I mean, it's it's nuts to me. But otherwise, let's see one more. I think I've covered all that. Slight. Again, with all these recaps, I just brush and give you my thoughts on what I saw. But otherwise, oh yeah, no, the Bucks. By the way, since I do cover the Bucks on this show a little more than some NFL teams, but as far as that, Tom Brady finally beat the Saints. Finally, it took him. For, it took him two years and four games. Granted, they did. Went, beat the Saints when it really mattered in the playoffs in 2020, but people for, tend to forget about that. But in the regular season, the skid is over for the Buccaneers over the Saints, winning 20-10, to 10, causing Jameis Winston to throw three interceptions and two fumbles, one from Chris Olave and one from Mark Ingram. But even that... Jameis Winston, even with the three interceptions, did play a little better than Tom Brady. Look, I know. I know you won. You're 2-0. You're 18-34. That's fine. You barely didn't even get 200 yards. I understand that Saints defense is legit. I believe they only got one sack on Brady. Let me double check. But I do believe, because I did watch that game from start to finish, I do believe they only got one sack on him. Um... Yeah, they only got one sack on him. So, in reality, despite losing Josh Wells, the backup offensive tackle, to Donovan Smith, who was inactive because of his elbow, the offensive line only gave up one sack. So, even... Even with how tough it was to try and get yards, the Bucks' offense did just enough, just like they did in Week 1. They did just enough to win. Are they the best team in the NFL right now? I have to be objective on this one. No. I mean, right now, we really can't tell. Because even the teams you think are good right now, They'll get exposed later, and that's what I feel like with the Vikings, even though I have the Vikings winning this game. It's just... I, It's just ugly to watch, but if you love defense, then it's your game. But that's another. Let's see how much time I have left. Oh, wow. I have run through here. All right, so baseball fans, I'm just going to run through this quickly. Not a lot of games with playoff implications today, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and read you guys off the list, give you guys the games that are done, and get you the update on the home run chase, although I teased it early in the show. But Aaron Judge is two home runs away from... Tying Roger Maris. He did get both of those home runs yesterday in the Yankees' 12-8 win over Milwaukee. Yes, the Brewers took two out of three, but you're still on the outside looking in in the National League wild card. But anyway, as far as the list goes for today, we've got the in-progress games right now. The Mariners are up 8-1 over the Angels. Uh, the Astros... So, 
As far as the games go with playoff implications, I'm going Astros Rays game number one, series number one, Mets Brewers series number two. Purely for the pitching matchup, you have Scherzer and Corbin Burns going against each other. I'm going to go with the Brewers. They did take two out of three for my Yankees, so I do think they'll carry that momentum. Even though Scherzer's pitching tonight for the Mets, I think I'll take the Brewers to win that game. But that's a series to watch, too. So you got Astros, Rays, the Mets and the Brewers, the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks, and the Orioles and the Tigers. So those are your four games to watch tonight. Uh, if they're, you know what, let's see how far into, yeah, bottom of the seventh. You know what, if you're watching this game right now, you can just, then you can ignore this last one. But Mariners Angels added into that list for the series for today, even though it's even though the game's almost over. So Mariners Angels series number one, Astros Rays series number two or game number two, Brewers and Mets series number three, and D-backs Dodgers series number four. So let's say one, two. Oh, and Tigers-Orioles. That's series number five. So those are your series tonight. Uh, with that, let's go ahead, check the standings. Houston did clinch a playoff berth over the weekend, so they're the first American League team to clinch their playoff berth. Still no divisions clinched in the American League, but it's getting a little closer. Let's look at the AL West, because the Astros will be the first one to try that. 7-157, or 147, so that's 15-16 minus 14, that's 2. So with a win and a Seattle loss, Houston could clinch the division tonight, but... Right now, Seattle's up 8-1, so Houston's just going to have to win and have to clinch the AL West tomorrow. In the AL Central, going back here really quickly, uh, to do, the Guardians did beat the Twins, so the Guardians hold on to their lead in the AL Central. And that's about it. Yeah, that's good. All right, thank you guys for listening and watching the Austin's Audit podcast. I'm going to get out of here very quickly, so thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Pandora, pod chaser pod vine and anywhere else you can get your podcasts you can also watch this show on rumble just search for a d gerke that's a d g as in girl e h r k e again that's a d g as in girl e h r k e a d g e h r k e on rumble.com please make sure that search is set to channels not videos click subscribe and you'll have all 412 episodes to watch this show on social, or to connect with this show on social media, you either follow this show's Facebook page, that's the Austin's Audit Podcast page on Facebook. You can either 
you can follow me directly on Instagram at AustiSpamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Or you can search for the show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin Dotted Podcast. Or if you want post-episode interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke for post-episode interaction. With that said, I'm logging off for today. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.